Hey guys, welcome to episode 185 of the podcast. This is the live iteration that we just did at SF Sketchfest. You know, I was going to sit on it, maybe, uh, because I'm breaking with tradition and um, there is a gent on this particular episode, uh, and it certainly is not the boys of summer, guys. I know that just as well as you do, but I can't sit on this episode for a second longer. I just had so much fun. I I loved it, loved it, loved it. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Um, of course, I'm still in the throes of Sketchfest. Uh, we are looking at our third weekend here uh, coming up, and um, it's been going great. I want to thank all of you who came to the Live JV Club podcast, and certainly all of you who I have met who uh, have come to other Sketchfest shows. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Chris Royce, who is here working the fest, but also manages the JV Club Twitter account. He's been busting ass in the best way. Thank you so much. And I want to thank uh, Jesse, Erica, and Janet, yes, Janet, for your emails. Um, and uh, that's it, guys. I will catch up on more soon. But uh, please enjoy this episode, and I will talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. <laughs> Save kittens from trees A lunch on skyscraper Bring the villains to their knees Maybe we should Move someplace new And build time machines To go and get us back Before we were brittle Doo-doo, doo-doo Back before we were brittle Hey, remember when All the time stood still And really all you need Was a peck from her Some physics or black market spines to go and get us back to do to do back before we were brittle to do to do back before we were brittle. Is this on? Wonderful. Um, hi, everybody. I, thank you so much for coming out on a, on a misty San Francisco, what feels like morning. Um, I was saying to the, the guests backstage that it, it, this was the, the experience of waking up in the morning going like, suddenly this feels like a lot to ask of everyone. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks to my guests. Certainly thanks to Matt Nathanson. 
who, as a fan, uh, it's been such a treat to have him participate in the festival from time to time. You've definitely done Bring the Rock. Um, yeah. And that's how I met you, was through the amazing Greg Barrent, um, who lends instant credibility to any sort of blossoming friendship. Like, oh, you know Greg? Great. You're a wonderful person. I love you. I know. It's awesome. I He's use his name frequently. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great one. People are like, oh, yeah, the best person in the world? Yeah. Sure, sure. He is the greatest human. Now, I need to quickly address the fact that I saw on the floor as you were um, coming up onto the stage a super cute pick that has the Golden Gate Bridge on it. And I was like, oh, that's so great. Turn it around. Boom, Matt Nathanson. Personalized pick. I leave them everywhere like Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> I sort of sprinkle them. This is yeah. really going to be a problem when you murder someone. <laughs> yeah. Possibly with this. They find them inside. Their, like, their yeah. wrists were slowly sawed at by some sort of plastic, thin plastic disc. Uh, oh, that's good. That's great. When they, did you get your own personalized picks? Hey, this is sort of like going to blow the mystery, but you can just pay for them. Hey, and then they, they, show up too at, easy. they show up at your house. Interesting. But the murder part takes skill. Okay. <laughs> great. Because um, to me, that feels like... That's a... The, the you having your own pick, you've been a musician for a very long time, so happened but i'm only um, 19 but, so i don't know what you're but saying you, i know you started playing guitar before you could walk um you can walk now though right correct bit, i little. remember you walking out onto the stage congratulations um no i think this this i just was as i was listening to him play the theme song which is um a song i've loved for a very long time by say hi and felt like uh, a no-brainer um theme song choice when i started a podcast a few years ago um hearing the few times i've done it live hearing someone cover it and number one experience now you bumped everyone else away uh and i love hutch harris and uh, priscilla on and the other people who have covered it um but i think being in san francisco uh and having it be matt and being backstage with um some of my favorite people uh for me hearing that song was it's just a very emotional experience it's kind of it makes it real on some level hearing someone that you admire cover something and it had anything to do with you, I was like, this is, I guess I have a podcast. <laughs> God, that's really cool. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, I think it's hard to kind of settle into that reality. Sometimes um, you can't really experience it the way someone experiences it from the outside. Uh, so that was like a kind of a neat moment for me. So thank you for giving me that moment. And to me, that would be this, like every once in a while to look down at your own pick and go, huh, there's a reason I have this. I'm legit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, That's my, probably why you got them. You know how my self-esteem works. I totally told you that I just bought them. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm like, yeah, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, our, our Our first um, guest uh, that I'm, I want to bring out just revealed that he has, um, I, he has a band, which I am aware of because I'm a huge fan of his podcast. Um, but what I didn't know is that he had... You know, as I was like, look at this, you guys. Steve Agee, who's uh, doing photography, uh, and I were like, that is so cool. He has his own personalized pics. And, uh, and Chuck, who's, you know, not, he's, he's a dignified non-braggart. So sort of under his breath, he was like, yeah, we have, my band has its own pics. <laughs> his were sent to him by a fan. Oh. Didn't have to pay for them. I like that. I yeah. like that. This is things. If I don't have things to sort of ascend to in my life, where fans send me pics, yeah, as opposed to just complaints. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do people send 
you complaints? Well, no, they'd like to comment on things like my just things that you wouldn't expect people to care about. Yeah, yeah. The more that's why'd the you prices. cut your hair? Sure. That kind of stuff. Sure. Or thank God you cut your hair. So it balances out. Yeah, that's it's great. Awesome. As long as you're always pissing off fifty percent yeah. and always making fifty percent happy, you've <laughs> done your job. Yeah. Um, why don't we? Why don't we bring out our first guest? Uh, I'm so excited. That's, uh, that is another moment of um, I started as a as a fan of the podcast, and um, I don't like. I think many of us, and I could be totally wrong, but I think a lot of us in uh, at least the comedy community, we love doing our friends' podcasts. We love that our friends have podcasts. We don't necessarily listen to our friends' podcasts. Um, <laughs> For me, the honest reason isn't like, ugh, I can't listen to Doug Benson. It's not that at all. It's that uh, it's weird when you know someone because I'm sure you guys all have the experience of listening to a podcast, and if it's one that you really like, you wish that you could interject. Like, that's when a podcast is doing its job, right? When you're like, hey, guys, let me butt in for a second. I have a really important point to make about this. Um, It's exacerbated times 50 when it is someone you know. So, like, I started listening to Jimmy Pardo's podcast, and it bothered me deeply that I couldn't just go, oh, shut up, Jimmy. You're the best. And so there's something sort of off. There's just, like, there's something about it that makes you feel slightly crazy. So that is why, honestly, it's hard for me to listen to Friends' podcasts. So uh, the moral of this story is I can no longer listen to Stuff You Should Know uh, it has ruined my fanship of the podcast. No, that's not true. Um, that's absolutely not true. If it was, if it, if it was tested last night, uh, the proof was in the fact that I was still listening raptly to this live stuff you should know podcast that, that Josh and Chuck did last night at Marines Memorial, which was hilarious. Um, but he was someone that I didn't, uh, I promise I will finally bring you out, Chuck, eventually, <laughs> after I tell my life story about the experience with stuff you should know. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was one of those. Uh, it was one of those things where I, I found it through the Serial podcast, so I hadn't been listening to it that long um, because it was one of those uh, for many of us. The Serial podcast, the first season was crack cocaine, and um, and when it ended, there was a giant hole in our lives that no loved one could fill. Um, and uh, and so I was listening to some. <laughs> I think it was like whatever that podcast was where people talk about the Serial podcast. <laughs> Oh, I probably would have listened to a podcast talking about that podcast. Um, and someone said, "Oh, by the way, here are a few other podcasts that you'll like if you if you you know if you like serial and, and stuff you should know was listed." And I said, "Oh God, I've been hearing about that podcast forever. This is I'm finally going to do this. Um, the gaping hole in my life uh, will be now filled by this potentially." And it was. Um, and uh, and so I came in as a fan and was such a fan and um, and then as I was going through the episodes and had established myself firmly in like the fan side, um, opposed to like, Oh, Jimmy or Oh, Paul F or whatever. Um, uh, I started hearing Chuck like, drop names of people that I knew. And there was a weird sort of disconnect where I was like, wait, hold, did he just say Jesse Thorne? I, I know Jesse Thorne. And that kept happening. And finally I was like, I think I'm maybe mustering up the courage to invite them to Sketchfest. And so I wrote him this really long email where I pretty much listed my entire resume. <laughs> it was so awful. I was like, I think the, I think the, the subject was like, I know Paul Evan Hodgman too. <laughs> please read, please read. And, uh, and then I was like, hi, Chuck, I'm a fan, but I also am legitimate. Look at all these reasons. Um, and... 
And, uh, and he wrote back, he wrote back, and that this is a full-on non-humble brag because it is like the nicest thing that happened to me all year long in, in 2015. He wrote back and he said um, something like, hey, Janet, all you needed to do was say, hey, Chuck, it's Janet Varney. I lived on that compliment. I'm still living on it. I'm, I'm, I've stopped eating or drinking. I don't sleep anymore. I just, I just tune into that email. Um, he just, because he's in, he's in this world that you guys are, are in with me, where we have these um, great people that are warm and kind and entertaining and come back and do Sketchfest year after year. And, uh, and I'm so excited because I feel like we've started a new tradition, which is to have um, Chuck and Josh here every year. And, uh, and I'm so excited to welcome him to the stage now. Everybody, Chuck Bryant. <laughs> Can you? Th- all of that was true, wasn't it? I mean, you don't yes. know about the creepy my side of it, but I, th- that was an emotional roller coaster for me back there. <laughs> because you're you're not listening. To, you're listening. I'm filling your gaping hole. Uh, yeah. Does that that might remind you more of your tooth than anything else? Yeah. Should we go ahead and get? That you want to get that out of the way? Yeah, I have a, uh, I lost a tooth recently, and I have a fake tooth in, which makes G's and D's sound funny, because I'm basically wearing a retainer, like a 14-year-old. Uh, so last it night... It feels appropriate I took out, I had the, the audience vote to take it in or out, and of course, everyone said take it out. Yeah, there was uh, no so question. And uh, I, I think I'll just leave it in. Okay. And have weird G's and one D's. One in, one out. Although, it, I just hate it. Well, I want you to feel free at any time to change your mind. This is not a situation where you have to be fully committed. You could walk <laughs> off stage and do it if you wanted to. Okay. There's something, there's something interesting about the, Im, the immodesty of saying I had a tooth fall out and I have this thing in, but then being like, pardon me, I'm going to go uh, take right. care of it backstage. <laughs> yeah. But I, I appreciate um, that kind of... To me, that's, this is make, maybe making a bigger deal of it than I need to. But when you said that last night to a packed house at Marines Memorial, yeah. um, and everyone was immediately charmed by it, I thought, see, this is what is great, is that you don't pretend to sort of be... There's nothing kind of pompous about... <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, a whole human what being. What a relief. <laughs> uh, you oh. know what? It could just be that you still have a few baby teeth. We don't know how yeah. dentistry works. Are there any dentists here? I don't have a... And usually I would say about 90% of my listeners are dentists, but for some reason there might be a convention somewhere or something. Um, But yeah, you could come up with any reason you want. It could be that you were in a fight, like a beautiful woman's honor uh, was being... Uh I had to defend it. Someone someone talked shit about Janet Varney and I got (laughs) in a fight. (laughs) I put those two things together. I know what that means. Another year of not having to eat. Um, (laughs) That was very true about the email. That was hysterical. She literally like said, "I do this and this and this and this." So embarrassing. And I was like, "I know who you are," <laughs> and I'm a fan, so I'm delighted. So there was just delight across. the Yeah, board. we've had. Then the whole rest of the year was like, "No, thank you for making yeah. my year. No, thank you. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. So when are we going to be over each other? Ugh, this is it. <laughs> Once I found out about that tooth, I know. I was out of here. <laughs> Out of here. Yes. But t- I do need to ask you, you didn't really get into this last night. With the tooth? But yeah. Uh, let's talk about this tooth. Well, what do you want to know? Well, why did it fall out? All right. Uh, <laughs> right? This is the second one that's broken off in the last three years. But you make it sound like it just 
plopped out. No, like, it broke. Oh, what? Like it, you took yeah. a bite of an apple, like a child, like a child. No, it's. Uh, I've got a lot of things that when you add them up lead to this. Uh, I bite my fingernails. I grind my teeth. I have short roots. Um, I have bone loss. I've got Nathanson. Like, you just lost Nathanson. He was like, "Yep, grind your teeth. Yeah. We've all done it. Bite your nails." He's worried short about his roots? teeth. Now. Short roots, really. Short roots. Me. I think God, that's, that's probably a short thing roots. you don't it's... know about unless you have them. Would be my guess. You know what I mean? I have like know. speed teeth until but I, I mean, turned like... forty and started losing my teeth. Did you say speed teeth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like speed teeth. Yeah, uh-huh. meth teeth. Yeah, yeah. Meth mouth. That's kind of a gift. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> People That's work. the biggest one is I'm, I'm, I have a bad meth problem. Oh, burying the lead. You worked at it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Sure. Yeah, no, but I'm just sucks. saying, like, I don't know that. I mean, I haven't had an x-ray where a dentist has come in and said, you have extremely long roots or short roots. But if I if a tooth broke, that's yeah. maybe when I would find out. I guarantee that that you have long roots. You think? Yeah, because your teeth are like big, giant chiclets. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That was one of the first things Zach Galifianakis ever said to me, like really? 15 years ago. Yeah, he was like, "God, you have great big teeth." <laughs> I was like, "That man is already a mystery on so many levels." And then yeah. have, being told that and going, "Like, I want it to be a compliment so much." <laughs> it is. I got big teeth. That's what am I going to do? I'm not going to get them filed down. Yeah. Should I? <laughs> no. And then, uh, so those are the three things. Oh, yeah, other things. Um, no, th- those are the things. Short roots, grinding, biting nails, bone loss, just sort of a list of things that would cause that to happen. So This is the least interesting thing. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I'm riveted. I'm yeah. riveted. This is our litmus test right here. He yeah. has his own picks, by the way. Now, I know you do, too. But oh, sh- oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? What just happened? Took it out. Great. So Isn't it even cute? has a little, like, here's the rest of your palate yeah. for is, everyone. Is that a forever thing? Uh, no, I'm getting a permanent implant. But may I see? Takes, may like... I see? How do... <laughs> <laughs> I am, what if I'm you got... You could get a personalized tooth. <laughs> like... Yeah. It could be just say your name on the back. No one would know except all of us. Uh, I should have a tooth that says Matt Nathan's yes. name. Yes. <laughs> I would. I would. That and would again, cool. then when you bite someone to death, somehow Matt will be implicated. That's right. Who else would have a tooth that says Matt Nathanson on it? <laughs> yeah. Um, what, when you went, did you bite into something and you felt a break? And by the way, and Steve Agee can attest to this because I sent him a picture of a piece of broken tooth that came out when I ate a nut or something. I might have very short roots, you guys. I don't yeah. know. No, it wasn't because even I've had uh, a tooth break. hard. It wasn't like a bit down on a rib bone uh-huh. or anything like that. It was just, I just, it's my cross to bear. And then that's happened before. And I already have, like, Here I, we used go to have again. I used to have dreams all the time about my teeth shattering and falling out. And now it's happening. Oh yeah. We all have those dreams. And for most of us, they don't come true. Do you yeah. guys have those dreams where still well, dreams can I come have true. dreams where I'm like, I, and then I wake up and I'm like, no, okay. Yeah. The loose ones are almost worse than losing them. Cause they seem, it seems more possible. Yeah. But you can't really tell when I'm just sitting here. It's only I'm not real gummy and toothy normally. Do you feel better? Your S's are you feel your S's are off, but your G's and T's are feel better. G's and T's are great now. That's good to know. S's little lispy. Did you have braces? Twice. When you were a teenager? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Had braces. I have a really bad. Oh, that's the other thing. I have a bad bite. Mm. So uh, the how's the, uh, your bark? <laughs> Shame on you. No. Shame on us all. Uh, my bark is much worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it puts uh, pressure on the teeth uh, 
the top teeth. <laughs> I, have an, I have an honest question. Yeah. Yes. Do you resent the shit out of your dentists? <laughs> like from putting those fucking braces on you twice and then your teeth are coming out? Right. Like, like what a dick. Like you couldn't have work. seen this? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I hate them both. Yeah. Wait, how, so how old were you with the different sets and how long did you have um, I think I had braces the first time when I was like 8th, ninth grade and then uh, senior year, freshman year of college. Oh, and I had yeah. the, the clear braces, which no oh. one notices, right? <laughs> and not like yeah, Invisalign. This was in the yeah. 1980s. These were big, Yellow. chunky braces that were <laughs> yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah that, that's a tough one. Yeah. It's all, it's, I think it is worse. That was a, that we were all fooled by that temporarily until... Sure. Some of us had them, and then yeah. we were like, "What were we? What? Why but did we buy into this?" But I never had to wear the retainer, which I thought was a big victory. And now, ironically, here in my mid forties, yeah, I've got a stupid retainer. Essentially, everything comes right back around again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, did now. Yes. I want to get into this briefly too before we uh, have another song and bring out our other marvelous guest. But um, one of the things that is uh, interesting about your podcast is that. Unless I've missed some episode. God, I'm really shedding, guys. Sorry. <laughs> My hair fell out. <laughs> Do I need a retainer? Uh, is that you, because you guys have a specific podcast that is about something that is less personal than, for example, my podcast. Right. Um, there are just these sort of oblique references to things that, and one of the reasons I was so excited to podcast you is that I think that... Um, for those of us who are, how, how, this is awkward, but for those of you, don't, no applause necessary, but for those of you who listen to the podcast, <laughs> I bet you feel like I do, which is these little nuggets will sort of get dropped in, right. but then they're not explored at all. And so, and for me with the, what I do and what I'm sort of interested in hearing about, you know, I, I don't know how many references to your brother I can hear oh, about yeah. how great he is and how much better he is than you. Oh man, he's um, got all his teeth. Or... <laughs> We found out Long that was roots. literally the only measurement. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's in prison, but he has all his teeth. <laughs> so he's therefore better than me. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you also um, talk about coming from a religious background. Oh, and yeah. then sort of, and you've gone into that more because you guys do sort of delve into kind of the metaphysical or the, uh-huh. you know, things that have kind of changed um, maybe your opinion from when you were younger. But I don't know if I can think of an episode where it was just sort of laid out on the table. And I would love yeah. to hear more about that. Which part? Just, I, well, I think for sure the relationship that you had with God and the way that you were raised <laughs> yeah. as a teenager and then kind of what, that, what happened there. Yeah, I was raised uh, in the South, uh, Southern Baptist. Yeah? No applause? <laughs> San Francisco! It's my the kind of Southern town. Baptist of the West. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, raised Southern Baptist and was way into it. Uh, youth group and church choir and uh, but vis- that sounds vi- visitation. Community-ish. You know what that is? Uh-oh. Where you go knock on doors oh, and like okay. try and talk people into loving Jesus? Yeah, yeah. I well, I'm, my mom's side of the family is Mormon, so I'm oh. very familiar with like okay. the missionary yeah. culture. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, that was my teenage years up until... Probably about 16 or 17 when I started making secular friends mm-hmm. in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, these people are way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and so it really was it that you were insulated to the point where you just yeah, didn't know Yeah, it was all otherwise. youth group friends and church friends. And yeah. then I uh, met some secular friends. This so, sounds so stupid to say. Um, and then in college, I took religion courses, 
um, where I learned about Judaism and, and Buddhism, and I was like, wait a minute, there are other ways of thought. So everyone must be wrong. Right, right. <laughs> and then just sort of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this we understand. Yes. This we yeah. understand. And that, that was sort of the beginning of the long road to agnosticism and eventually atheism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what tipped the scale over to atheism for you? And by the way, hold on. I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> you lost him. Being raised religious, I can still, when I say atheist, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Am I wrong? Do your, does your family accept that? Or are they still devout? Oh, our family, uh, my family doesn't like to, um, our family, mm-hmm. they don't like to, uh, we're not like a family who talks politics and we, we I'm, I'm definitely the black sheep still, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't, we don't go there. Okay. Because we well, just like getting good. along yeah, yeah, and yeah. having fun. Yeah. So they just have sort of uh, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. They know the deal. <laughs> um, and so what was it that happened for you that you thought? You know what? You know science. What yeah. Learning about science <laughs> and, and learning that there are actual real reasons behind things. Right. That aren't uh, magic. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, when God created science, um, I think... <laughs> that that is what he wanted you to believe. Um, <laughs> I think it's great that you had that... Ex- I mean, uh, some another person might, and I'm sure has, uh, not... Like, so once you remove yourself from your own religious upbringing, maybe to be interested in getting as far away from that yeah. line of study as possible, but uh-huh. that, that you still had an investment in sort of understanding... Yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, this, is, this, was, this was the intensity of what I was exposed to, and uh-huh. then what are the other sort of versions and varying levels of Yeah. Um, it's a big investment. deal, too, to leave a religion. Like, yeah. you sort of, when it happened to me in my early 20s, you know, you're still a kid in your early 20s, and you don't really realize that that still has weight to just say, yeah, I don't believe that stuff anymore. Right. But when something's such a big part of your life for so long, the gaping hole uh-huh. is there, whether you realize sure. it or not. So I think for the rest of my life, I'm going to be kind of coming to terms with all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Did you, when you were mentioning the stuff that you mentioned, I think I, I just sort of tr- inserted in uh, that it sounds very community-based. Does that, yeah. do you think that that drove a lot of it for you? Or did you feel you had a personal relationship with God? Did you feel your prayers were heard and answered? Yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah, but it was also a way about the community and church camps and youth group. And it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. like fun times yeah. with fellow teenagers did anyone good, else fun. when you were <laughs> when did anyone else um when you were a teenager kind of exit that world before you did and was no. that discussed no everything just was no and i think most of those people from those days are still like very much in that world and yeah i just sort of i got out you got out mm-hmm. what were you um what else were you interested in if anything oh. when you were a teen well <laughs> Just God. That's it. No, uh, That's it. music and, uh, and, and being funny. I was always sort of the class clown, cracking jokes. And, mm-hmm. um, and definitely music from the time I was a little kid. Matt and I were talking backstage about uh, American Top 40, you know, every Sunday afternoon after church, uh-huh. listening to Casey Kasem. And, uh, right? And that was just, that was my life. I was, and even though neither one of my parents were that into music at all, uh, my brother was, and then the guy who is my brother-in-law now started dating my sister when I was 11. Well, you put that, the guy. framework of your brother and sister and the age difference and sort of that. Yeah, my brother um, is three years older and then my sister is six years older. Okay. And they're amazing. We're all like super tight. That's great. Yeah. 
And so, okay, so you had this sort of siblings that were yeah, showing and my brother cool. was into music and sort of got me into it. Like we bought, uh, remember the first record I ever bought was Billy Joel Glass Houses. Sure. And we split it. It was like five dollars at Turtles Records and Tapes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we each brought in our two fifty and got our first record. And then I just started buying records and listening to music. And that was that did was you start playing? Uh, yeah, started playing guitar when I was uh, like fourteen. Mm-hmm. And bought you'll you'll appreciate this. You know, the very cheesy metal guitar was the first guitar I got. Like this candy apple red dude BC Rich guitar. No, did you? Yeah. The did first you? guitar I ever bought was a candy apple red K-shaped Ibanez. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So you know the deal. Yeah, I know. I know the deal. I, we've lived the deal. Yeah. I started reading tablature and like <laughs> trying to figure out Van Halen songs. And, and, and so, other than that and masturbation, there was nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> Is this how it Whereas worked for you, for you as well? Masturbation was God. Yeah, well, you had yeah, God, yeah, I yeah. had my own yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, masturbate. Wow. Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I obviously learned about that a little later, too. Did you really? So that was not sure. a thing you figured... I just... I don't... No one had to tell me about that. Dude, it, really? Yeah. Gets, I got there real fast. Anxiety mixed with, like... I think I started doing it when I was, like, four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me shut this down right now. I don't think I've ever said this before, and on my podcast, I've said everything embarrassing about myself ever. I was sh- I was sh- shamed because I was doing it in preschool during nap time, and I didn't know it was wrong. Yeah, and I got in big trouble. Dude, that's a thing. And that's we, why I can only have sex now on in preschools yeah. <laughs> with dozens of children lying. My my daughter They're asleep. It's not like they see anything. <laughs> my daughter is super into her vulva. Well. Like it's, and I have to kind of, I'd be like, you know what? That's that's all. That looks awesome. That's gonna, <laughs> that's got to be something that you do kind of in your own time. Like yeah. even though that's we a share a lot, conver- with, I mean that's tough. Yeah. Well, it's just because like, there, there is, it is like it's yeah. very hard not to. Yeah, you don't. How do you? I I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But I but from my own experience, it <laughs> do is. Not go, what it's the upsetting. Fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. It was something I felt like. Oh, I'm a bad kid. Oh, yeah. That was bad. You yeah. know. We talked about. But that then it was like, I'm not going to stop. So I guess right. I'm just terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. So good. Well, you don't even know at that age. We talked about it in the female puberty episode we yeah. did. Oh, you guys handled that so well. I appreciate that. Not to say that I wasn't secretly hoping it would go horribly awry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of little girls, they don't even know what's going on. They're five and six years old, sort of on the pillow. Yeah. And uh, they don't know what it is. They just know it it's, feels nice, I guess. Yeah. And you should not shame them or say, like, yeah, you know. for sure not. I think the, the current advice is to just sort of, like, maybe just shut the door and let them do oh, yeah. their thing. And yeah. don't say, like, stop doing that. Yeah. So yeah, masturbation I, tried to, I think I tried to teach a couple of Chuck friends too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried to teach, to teach a couple of friends who were like, "Ooh, I don't." Got, so I you gotta did go. know what you were it's doing. Snack then. time. Okay. Well, I mean, after a certain point, it's like this. Uh, why? You know what? I was doing visitation. Oh. I was just knocking on my friends' doors. Yep. Let me share the spirit of <laughs> masturbation with you. Have you I heard about this? I want you to get touched. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's the best. <laughs> It does, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're by yourself a lot, it fucking it's fucking rules. <laughs> Traveling, yeah. it's so much better than you know, there yeah. it is. Sure. Do you just say there it is? Yeah. There it is. It's out there somewhere. It's an object <laughs> out there that you're pointing at. Also, well, Woody Allen's line: "It's uh, sex with someone I love." Yeah. yeah. That can't be true for him. Oh yeah. 
That's the, that's the most dishonest thing he's Maybe ever he said. Maybe he said sex with someone I loathe. Actually, there you go. Like there you go. <laughs> sex with someone right. I adopted was what that's it was. <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't fucking do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like saying the sky's blue. It's noon on a Saturday. It is. By the way. We got there. Yeah. Thank God. I just check it off my list of masturbation. <laughs> Embarrass Veronica before she's even gotten out here is up next. Um, I think we should bring her out. Do you, uh, did any of the, well, listen, I don't know if you know any Billy Joel. Um, I, do, I, I wish I did when he said Billy yeah. Joel Glass Houses. I was furiously searching my inner Wikipedia page to figure out right. what the singles were off that record. And I don't uh, know. You may be right. Sometimes a fantasy. Oh. All for Lena. Jesus Do you know Christ. any? It's still, you know it's still any rock and roll to me. Yeah. Yeah, great time. I don't know any of those. <laughs> I mean, I know them like emotionally. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I still love Billy Joel, by the way. If you want, I'll get really drunk and drive my car into a porch, and then it'll be like Billy Joel's here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. People still remember that. Uh, Cole's here. We were doing... Cole, what were we doing? We were doing something where you were like... Oh, we were doing riff tracks, and we were talking about possibly inserting a different joke, and he said... uh, He made a joke about Billy Joel's driving, and I was like, I don't know if people remember that. Mistake. I apologize, (laughs) Cole. It's the hottest topic of this podcast so far. Oh, yeah. You know what Billy Joel song I love that I can't remember the name of, uh, but it was bo- this. My experience of learning the song uh, because I thought, like, oh, I'm, my dad loves Billy Joel. I'm a big Billy Joel fan from way back. Um, I'm not to say I <laughs> have purchased even one album or know um, any of the songs. But my names. parents, you know, my but yeah, I do know. I yeah. feel like anything from uh, the greatest hits. Um, I think somehow when you're a young person, like for, for me, I just thought, I'm, surely I've heard all Billy Joel songs because right. they were just, that's something that my dad listened to, so I'm sure I know every single one. False. Um, damn you, Father, because there are many songs. Hey, my life is probably okay without them. But, um, but I, was, I said something about that uh, to uh, our friend Tignataro, and she was like, There's, yeah, I bet you don't know my favorite Billy Joel song. And, uh, and I said, I'm sure I do. What is it? You may be right. Um, and she's, and she, uh, she had me download a song on the spot, and it now is my favorite Billy Joel song. It's the song that's like, um, God damn it. Oh my God. I know. I'm dying now. I know. Um, it starts out with the piano. It's like, oh, Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> piano Man. I didn't know Piano Man. No, it's like, uh, 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 no, 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 Does anyone know this? Summer Highland Falls. It's either sadness or euphoria. Oh, that's a great song, yeah. Summer Highland Falls. Yeah, that's a great song. None of those words ever happen in the song. It's okay that I don't know the title. It's not like he's like, it was Summer Highland Falls. No, good point. He never says it. Good point. It's a beautiful, what a great song. Miami 2017 is one of my favorites. The, I seen the lights go yeah. out on Broadway. So good. That song fucking kills. He's still yeah. great, and I'm, I'm like great. such indie music guy now. But I still go to see Billy Joel every time he comes yeah. to Atlanta, and I'm always the drunkest guy in the arena, <laughs> <laughs> crying the hardest. Oh, it's awesome. I think that's one of the things that um, that I have enjoyed about getting older is that I you do care less. Like I look at someone yeah. like Jesse Thorne, who we both know, uh-huh. um, who has always been. For as long as I've known him, I've known him since he was in college. He has always been so unabashed about, I like this, I don't like this. People right. think it's weird that I like this. He's just known that about mm-hmm. himself. And I definitely, when I was a teenager, would have been afraid to say, yeah. well, I actually still like that Billy Joel song when I was, you know, goth. It was like not, I had to sort of 
push that aside and listen to it, you know, while I masturbate in the privacy of my room, um, shamefully. But uh, but now I do feel like you just, who cares? Yeah, you don't give whatever a shit it is when you that you older. like, you like, and that's yeah. that's been a, a blessing I think yeah. to have to to feel re- more relaxed about that. That's a you young know? person's that's folly. The, yeah, that whole too cool for school thing. Yeah, yeah. Music, you get older and you like it doesn't. Matter. Music should be inclusive. I think that's yeah. sort of what makes certain bands really frustrating is when they sort of have this this sort of uh, you know there's like an eliteness to them. I think that. People That's a big turnoff. Yeah, people should just love what they love, and it should be. It's hard enough to live life, you know. Amen. What I mean? Like yeah. with fucking. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. To, to feel ashamed of the shit you like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Well, Matt, I would love for you, um, as we get ready to welcome Veronica here, I'd love for you to play either a song that uh, you guys discussed as being um, something that Chuck would have listened to as a teen, or something that you listened to as a teen. If there's oh, something that has a, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, the stink <laughs> of nostalgia. <laughs> You know any what striper? a great intro to a song. <laughs> totally. <laughs> to hell with the devil, buddy. Striper, the, the yeah. Christian oh, metal band. Oh, very nice. Dude, I got, yeah. I'm followed by Michael Sweet of Striper on Are you really? Twitter. Yeah. He did He's it. around. I don't know how that happened. He was singing for the band Boston for a while. He was one of the what? two singers in Boston after Brad Delp killed himself. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Boy, that whole story was weird, too. Super depressing. And tragic. He, so we don't want to get there, do we? Do no, we you can't. I don't know anything Brad about it. Brad Delp, the singer of Boston, uh, which for me, it's like... Coming from Boston, you have a few sort of North Stars. Yeah. And like Jay Giles Band, Aerosmith sure. in Boston. And so, uh, but anyway, Brad Delp, singer of Boston, killed himself. He sort of like closed himself in his bathroom and turned some camping stoves on and then oh, ran a pipe from his car. And, and uh, nobody knows, he was supposed to be a very sweet human being, but like apparently the world is just not. Well, you know the reason? Well, that's everyone's, I, it's really kind of creepy and weird. It yeah. turned out that he had been filming uh, like hidden camera for this lady that was staying in his house. Oh, I didn't know this. And she found out about it. Oh no. Yeah, it, it's like I shouldn't have told you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a good guy. <laughs> yeah, that's mean. Your Jesus is fake. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, I know. No. I'm so sorry. There was no water walking. No. Yeah, it was really weird and sad. Yeah. Wait, so he was so he got caught filming someone and he was so ashamed that he killed yep. himself. Hence the shame. Well, it circles yeah. back. He had depression and stuff too, but I think right. that was like the, the tipping point. That's a bummer. Oh, I know. Boy. And he was married as well. Yeah. She probably would not have dug that. No. Boy, huh. what a bummer. Yeah. On the bright side, you if you masturbate without shame <laughs> while listening to yeah. Skid Row or New Kids on the yeah. Block. Yeah. You're pretty much yeah, fucking, you're almost 100 percenter. Yeah. Own it. So more than a feeling, everyone. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Totally like. What do you got? We could change the lyrics. <laughs> oh, no, that's mean. No, you can't do that. Uh, that was fun, though, for a second. Yeah. I woke up this morning and watched some tapes. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't do it again. I didn't do it. Oh, Brad. You should be on every one of your shows. I know. I think this that is great. This is why I don't like to meet my heroes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because well, they might be him. videotaping me right. if I'm will staying at their Airbnb. You will not meet him. You <laughs> need ne'er meet him. Uh, I'll do a song. Of, yes, I don't know. Song. I got. I don't know. Mm, I don't. Musical. Even that wondering. Good. I know. Sounds I know. I, this would mean that I was actually good. I'll play um play a song that's boring if I play one of my own songs so I'll do well, a uh, I'll do a 
Uh-oh. My God. Awesome. That got... I paid that, that person intense, to sit in though, them. That for sure. Yeah. It is not. It is not. I will stand and tell you it's not on. weird for you. That was great. Yeah. It was great. That's so great. It's not. She's emphatic still. If, you, if I'd known uh, you in high school, whatever. I might have we're up confidence. for whatever. Listen, you've earned your keep and then some. All right. You do whatever we, you want. Every rose has its thorn, but it's just like oh, such a great song. Yeah. So here's the deal. People get give poison shit, you know, for being like a hair band and whatever. Sure. If, if, I, would, if I had written Every Rose Has a Thorn, and I'm, I would be pretty much done. Yeah. I'd be able to sort of be like, that's great. Now I can be the dentist. Yeah. Or whatever it is my passion actually was. Right. <laughs> uh, I'll play this song. Love this it. This is weird. I never thought I'd do this in front of humans. We both lie silent and still in the dead of the night. Although we both lie close together, we feel miles apart inside. Was it something I said or something I did? Did my words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you, I tried, but I guess that's why every rose has its thorn. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings the sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. I heard our favorite song playing on the radio. Yeah, the DJ say loves a game of easy Like a knife, I guess. 
rose has its thorn. He's, yeah. he's that guy yeah. that can remove the sheen of cheese. Yes. And no, expose, the whole time I was like, yep, and he's totally the right. the song underneath where it's you're gorgeous. like, that is a fucking great yeah. song. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. That yes, was fun. amazing. Oh, thank you. That's oh, a great my God. song. Um, guys, please welcome Veronica Belmont. Veronica, can you hear us? Hi. Oh, my God. I... And I, I just looked at my watch, and I was so smug backstage. I was like, when Jimmy Pardo did his podcast and John Hamm was in the back, everyone was like, why is it taking him so long to bring out John? I'm not going to do that. And then I looked at my watch and was like, oh, shit, shit, shit. We talked about bringing you on about 20 minutes ago. That's true. Because That's we true. were excited to. Yeah. And we then were, we started talking about masturbation suicide. And suicide. Masturbation. You guys were doing that thing where you were talking about you can't listen to other people's podcasts because yeah. you want to interject. Well, I was standing back there and I, I was wish like, you would have just... I wear a night guard. Oh, God. <laughs> come at, you could have come I, out anytime. That's what I should have said. I should have said just come out whenever yeah. you want. I, I masturbate. For every, I masturbate sometimes. Oh. <laughs> Let's get caught up. Yeah. I, I welcome you to tick off everything that you were like, I would have said something there. I would have said something there. I did all the things huh. just now. Well, and you yeah. were singing Thanks harmony backstage too. I was I bet, very to well. Yourself. Very, yeah, very well. No, wait. So you were you were raised Catholic? Yes. Where were you? Yeah. Where were you a teen? Connecticut. Okay. Yes. Where in Connecticut? Uh, really? Uh, West Hartford. Okay. Yeah, and then I was in Boston for right. for, uh, for school for years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I came out here in t- 2004. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do. Yes. Yeah. But One. they're a secret. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, my brother is way cooler than I am. He's like, he's, he's super. You too? I didn't say he's cooler. <laughs> didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> no, yeah. My brother, like, we are complete opposites. Like, I'm kind of type A, very like things on a schedule. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> Did anyone bring any camp stoves? <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a free spirit, so we're, we're very, very different in that way. Uh, you're wildly successful, though, so I don't know what this clown's thank, up thank to, you. but you're doing thank all right. <laughs> I do all right. I do all right. Uh, in the podcasting world, it's okay. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know why I'm stuff. doing this voice. Hey, I don't know what that means. You're relaxed. You're showing that you're also a casual, uh, not yeah, a type it's, A. It's, uh, it's absolutely true. I can't listen to my other friends' shows. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel weird. <laughs> like, deeply weird. And I don't know yeah. why. Well, but, like, my friends, my friends uh, Jeff Kanata and Anthony Carboni do an amazing podcast called We Have Concerns, and it's absolutely his hysterical but i can't listen to it because every time i do i want to either jump in call them dumb or like immediately tweet at them about stuff they say on the show and that yeah. just gets weird well i yeah. you know i can relate to that yeah god I, you could have totally just busted out here with all your wonderful anecdotes and tidbits i didn't I'm sorry, have enough I mimosa didn't. for that yeah. yeah more mimosas next time and i welcome you again we can certainly have them right here on stage oh, it's god. not an issue i drank them all okie doke all righty <laughs> Um, eh, okay, and so how long were you a practicing Catholic? And I will ask the same question as I, I did of Chuck, which is, did you feel 
did you feel you were a true believer or were you kind of going along for the ride? No, yeah, I was kind of going along for the ride. So I was part, my, my town was very, it was half Jewish, half Catholic. And so like, I grew up, I railroad went to, tracks in between. Yeah, it was, no. It was, <laughs> Never the twain shall meet. intersected. Um, and I went to, I went to CCD every Monday afternoon or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. What's CCD? Yeah. It's like know. after school, Ugh. like Catholic program. I was a Jewish Catholic Mix and so we used to like. Oh, you would have been fit in perfectly. Yeah, I, I, I know. Okay. I always joke that we used to light the Christmas tree eight times. At my house. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, CCD was something that we did after school where we sat mm-hmm. in a room. We called it Central City Central Dump. City Dump. Yeah, Central dude. City Dump. Yeah. Wait a minute, you Central guys. Everyone that was a known apparently yeah, one yeah. day. That's amazing. And yeah. by the way, you. If I I desperately want to podcast you separately because. <laughs> If I start getting into three different MASH games at once, I'll lose my mind. So I've been sitting here thinking, like, tuck it away, podcast Nathan's and while you're still up here. So I just want right. to say, if because I, I also know you'll be deeply hurt if you uh, don't get, get to play MASH today, and therefore you will be playing it a one-on-one with me. Very nice. Um, so yeah, CCD. I did the whole thing, yeah. and then I was supposed to do go through the you get you go get confirmed, you do the whole stuff, and then you become like an adult member of the Catholic Church, right? With and, the badge, yeah. And my, so my my older brother from my dad's previous marriage is gay, and so I remember talking to the teacher and being like, "So what's the deal? Is that like not okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." Did the whole spiel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really feel like I can belong to this situation." Yeah, yeah. If sometimes that's, that's not all cool. it takes. Yeah, and so I didn't. I didn't go through the the process, and uh, and then my mom ran into the teacher one day, and she's like, and the woman was like, "So what's Veronica's deal? Like, why did she leave church school?" And my mom goes, "Oh, she's a witch now." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is because we visited Salem, and I decided that I was a pagan. Um, the pagan phase. Yeah, the pagan phase. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but that's different from Wicca. Uh, well, it's kind of like Catholicism and Christianity. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, so I, you and can I, be, no disrespect. I you honestly, can be, so I'm pretty tell sure me if that I'm it wrong. Is, this is my 15 year old understanding. Uh-huh. But you can be, you can be. Uh, if you're a Wiccan, you're a pagan. Just like if you're a Catholic, you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. But you're not necessarily. You can be a pagan, but not necessarily be a Wiccan. Okay, you know what I mean. Thank, you. thank you. Okay, oh, is, that, is that Sally? Hey, Sally. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know Sally. I, yeah, I didn't, that was not, I had friends who were um, both, and that Mm -hmm. was, I was doing the opposite, which was I just wanted to get as far away from any organized religion or any organized, you know, uh, observance of something. Is that even a word? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Observation. Um, But, uh, but so I, so that was sort of something I didn't delve into because I felt like I guess I'd had it because of all the Mormon stuff. Yeah, but clearly my mom was not super... She's very agnostic to this day. So she yeah. was like, yeah, whatever. if you're not into that, fine, that's cool. It was more like my, my, my dad's mom, and like they come from a very Irish Catholic kind of family. Yeah. So they wanted to give me the opportunity to test the waters, and then when I wasn't into it, it was fine. That's nice. Yeah, so that was good. I could have gone another way for sure. Yeah. Um, and what about both of you? Did you guys date much in high school? Each other. <laughs> Did you? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't actually. Um, which was uh, weird because I, I I would get voted like most fun on a date. That was a thing. Stuff. How big? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that. Yeah, well, you had like the silly super, uh, superlatives, oh, okay. superlatives, and that was one of them. And I yeah. and I won that like two years straight. And I was like, I've never dated anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was a late bloomer oh. in all areas. I was uh, very shy, and uh, like just the idea of like the first kiss would terrify me. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, I eventually caught up. But it's still that still makes me nervous. I'm glad I'm married. I could never go through that again. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Oh, I dated a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I was like weirdly monogamous, and I actually went through that even in college. Like I dated like the same guy for the first two years of high school, then the same guy for the next two years of high school, and then the first two years of college, and then another dude for the next two years of college. So like I dated, but it was kind yeah. of the same people. You had your s- small high school marriages, right? And actually, my mom when I got to college was like, "You should be less monogamous." Like I now's like your chance. Your mom. Like, sleep around a little more. Great. Yeah, your mom rules. She's kind of the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm always. I when I've had a lot of guests on my podcast who have had those um, experiences, and I just, to me, and I don't know if it's true for for some of you guys, but like a month felt like eons. Yeah. Oh, the, as a teenager, so I can't even imagine. Yeah what that would have felt like to just sort of go, oh, my old ball and chain, it's been yeah. six months. Well, it feels yeah. like you're going to get married. Like, yeah. it feels like, like, sure. people, you, you start getting Because that, also like, a lot around experience. you, people are dating and dating this yeah. and that, and like, that, to have that constant. I've never liked the, like, dating lots of people thing. I've never dated more than one person at one time. And I've, yeah. I don't get, you know, I've never gotten that either. Yeah, it just, it makes me very nervous. Like, yeah. I'm already weird about scheduling, and so... <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with anything yeah. but scheduling. <laughs> 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 You're like Peter Brady in the, in the episode the with the audience. two dates at once. Like, yeah, my husband's like, oh, so I'm a, a scheduling convenience for you. <laughs> Great. Good to know. Awesome. You're not, honey. I don't know where you are. Um, but, but did yeah. you, but, but I, I don't know, part of that might be, I don't know, you just psychoanalyze it overly, but part of it might be that you just also weren't, like, maybe not that many people... Did liked me? You. Liked me? Nope. Is that what you were, nope. that what you were going No, that, that was me. I was going, I was was going outwards from you rather than inwards oh, towards boy. you from someone else. I just wonder yeah. if, you know. Yeah, I think I, you were like, no, I'm good. I'm not looking around going like, look, it's an embarrassment of riches. I feel like I wish that were the case. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. No, I just like, yeah, I kind of like, like, you know, when a little, like a baby bird hatches and you kind of pair bond with that. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I felt like with dating. And how hard were those breakups then? Like you're like, you're like halfway through high school. How hard was that two year breakup? Well, the first one I dated was like the local hockey player guy, like the first like boyfriend in high school. And he was the worst, like uh, the uh, worst. Uh, and when he, he broke up with me for a younger woman <laughs> and, um, 15 year old. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, my favorite thing was the way I, f- I found out like what she had said about me to him was like oh yeah she's pretty enough like all of her features are okay but when you put them together they get weird <laughs> and that just always stuck with me like real hardcore sure um, but I was like because it makes sense it, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> opposite wow um, so he was he was awful and so I hope they're very happy together uh-huh. <laughs> but then yeah, it was just, you know, the, the breakups were hard. They were pretty, because everything is so much more dramatic yeah, when you're that age. Like, it course. just feels like the end of the world. And you just want to go back and kind of, like, slap your younger self and be like, chill out. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, it's yeah. all going to be okay. Yeah. Like, there's a life for you and a dog in your future and a husband. <laughs> and you'll be, it'll be cool. Um, but at that time, it just feels like the end of the world. And yeah. so it's, it's tough. Like, I would not want to be a teenager today, especially. I definitely wouldn't either, but I... I also wouldn't have made myself more controlled. I don't think yeah. for as for everything I went through, I do have like I guess that's why I, I like this podcast is I have such an affection for how intense yeah. all of that felt. Yeah, you know, to have gone through that is rather an than interesting changing word it. for that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if if I have affection for it. I think it was just so like 
like such dark times, I think, yeah. for a lot of kids at that age. It's yeah. just, it's hard to think back on and be like, oh my God, like so many chemicals in your body and everything yeah. is just like really intense and bright and life is hard and you have to wake up at like six o'clock to go to school. And like, what is that? Yeah. What is this torture <laughs> that kids are in? Do they still have to be at school at seven? It's, is it's, that a thing? It's, in, it's really intense. Like yeah. when I think about my casual drug use yeah. uh, and the fact that that doesn't feel important to me anymore I do feel like I had a much more hardcore job mm-hmm. when I was 16 yeah, you right? know like I really needed to loosen up and relax and numb out <laughs> because I had to be at work every day at 7am and understand uh, the human anatomy some of which I knew better than other areas but um, <laughs> wow yeah, but, you know, like, I, I, I think that was probably part of it, is that that really is, it feels inescapable in a way that, I mean, I mean sometimes we go through that, of course. Many of us go through that as adults. Um, but there, I, don't, I, have, I don't know that I've ever felt as trapped as I did as a non-happy teenager. Yeah, you, you can process things when you get a little older, but I had the, the, the one girlfriend finally in my senior year, and it, it's so intense. And mm. I thought this was going to be my wife. Yeah. I'm 17, and it's yeah. so funny now. To look back at that little kid, yeah, and be like, you dated her for a year. Yeah, it's like you know nothing, Jon Snow. It's no. like, very... <laughs> do you guys keep in touch with people that you dated in high school? No. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, hockey player probably isn't at the top of your call list, but yeah, nor is that girl. Uh, your features, by the way, are Jessica. very lovely, all put together exactly oh, the you. way they are. Jessica's a whore. Oh my yeah. god. So that's hilarious yeah. because I did. I used to do a video gaming show, and I had this character named Daphne that was like Daphne the Gamer Girl, <laughs> and her nemesis was Jessica the Whore. <laughs> and you just said it exactly the same way that hey. I said it on the show. That's they amazing. taught us that in CCD. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to get uh, too uh, superficial, but what did you guys dress like? I always like that first. stuff. I was, I was sort of a little preppy boy, um, but I, I didn't really realize, I sort of had my own sense of style that um, didn't, uh, it wasn't the norm. So I, I would wear like a plaid shirt with striped shorts and not realize that that's not something that you do. Yeah. But I owned it and I was like, yeah, this is, this is the thing for me. That's great. And uh, I ended up being like in the yearbook and I remember uh, like one of the captions was Chuck with his uh, patented unique sense of style. Aww. <laughs> that's great. I was a God, you really got written up in the yearbook a lot. Yeah. I'm not even sure I'm in my yearbook. No, my problem in high school is I just uh, wanted to be liked by everyone. Yeah. So I ended up just being nice to everyone and having all the friends because That's I didn't, very easy I didn't to want picture, to risk not being it? liked by anybody. Yeah. So. Did you... Um, were you participating in at, like uh, extracurricular activities? Were you part of teams yeah, and like groups and stuff like that? I was the student council mm. and... Uh, Jeez. Uh, yeah. I bet you got a lot done in your term. I did. <laughs> what, yes. what 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 uh, measures were you able to get past? Oh, uh, you know how it is. It's all like just planning the dances, really. Yeah. And the occasional like bake sale. Yeah. So you went to your prom, I guess, with your yeah senior girlfriend. Uh, yeah, senior year and uh, junior year, uh, some girl asked me because I wasn't gonna go because I didn't have a girlfriend. She was just a friend. It was it's fine. Yeah. Did anyone argue the uh, assessment that you would be great on a date? Uh, I think it was just like, oh, Chuck's so fun and funny. I bet he'd be so much fun because he doesn't date anyone. <laughs> it was that, uh, like, my boyfriend's kind of boring, and all he does is watch sports right. and, and funnel beer. Yeah. And because I was still sort of on the straight and narrow, even once I started leaving the church, I wasn't, like, getting drunk and stuff. Yeah. Yet. God, that, I, I, that really does seem like it would be 
oh, man, I feel like I know a ton of uh, my favorite people who were sort of that person where someone's like, oh, I love Chuck. God, I love him. I would marry someone like Chuck. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. and you're but like, great. The How about player. if we, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Parents yeah. loved me. Oh, it's awful. Parents. Yeah. I was a big hit with the parents. I bet you were. Because they know that I didn't drink and stuff. And they were like, well, is Chuck going to be there? Fine, you can go. Oh, boy. Chuck. I love teenage Chuck. You were everybody's best friend. Yeah. I was. All the girls' best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're Would you doing. have to hear about their boy troubles? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And I'd like secretly pine for them and be like, Aww. he's a jerk. You shouldn't be dating him. You should be dating me. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you go to your prom? Were you involved in school in that way? Yeah. I was like a super overachiever until junior year when I discovered that like if you're on like sports teams and stuff and you get caught drinking, you get in way more trouble oh. than normal kids. Oh. So I quit everything. What so, were you so doing? You could drink? <laughs> what were you... What were you doing that you could have been? Well, I was. I, I was, mean, what are you do? What were you doing sports wise? Oh, and I in, played and tennis. Involvement wise, oh, tennis and volleyball. Great, uh, great, were my great. Sports. But I did a lot of clubs. I did Am- Amnesty International, and I did like, you know, Glad. I did all the all the extracurricular clubs, pretty much, because um, I really I had, I just wanted to go to one school, mm-hmm. and so like that was like my goal was to get accepted into Emerson, which I eventually went to. Yeah. Um, but it was like God, to be so sure. Of I was like, I'm so impressed. All I cared about was getting in there. Yeah. But then like junior year, yeah, I just like that was like. First semester junior year, which is the worst time to just kind of give up on everything. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just going to sleep in class. Fuck uh, you guys. And then I was like, you know. Is there a thing? that, that Did anything trigger that that you can remember? The boys. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. 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 I was going to a lot of, I was, I was a raver. Yeah, you were. Thank you. Um, and did you so, have a pacifier? No, you didn't go that far. <gasps> I didn't own one. <laughs> Per se. <laughs> I um, called it a plug. <laughs> it's a nook. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, I was, so I was going to a lot great. of parties, but I was a promoter, so I wasn't like a regular club kid. Oh. Like, I was like, you know, friends with the DJs and stuff. Oh, and okay. so, you know, super important. Sure. And so that's God, how I even as a Even as a raver, you were like, president of the ravers. <laughs> Does everyone have their ecstasy? Do you have it? You have it? Are you good? You good? Take care right, at yeah. I'll give you your ecstasy. Have you been drinking enough water? Are you good? Okay. <laughs> um, Amazing. So yeah, that was that was my thing uh, for like the next two years, three years of school. And uh, but I did. I took it very seriously. I was. Yeah. Just, I've always been that type A person that like yeah. goes you know full bore. Um, and so yeah, I but I was I, I I did really well in school overall. Like not you know just without that first semester junior year, which was bad. And I remember all the teachers were like, what? Is no, this is your, your, this is not you. And I was like, you're right. It's not me. Um, but it was fun. Did, God, yeah. I truly would look through the yearbook at the end of the year and go, like, oh, that's a club. Like, I just didn't have any sense of, like, people have been playing chess after school. (laughs) Like, how is this a thing? I mean, I was in plays and stuff, which I guess was the only kind of after school thing. But really, for sure, all of the things you listed, I would have been like, Amnesty International. I thought that was for mailers that I would get (laughs) at home. 
for my dad, you know. It was mostly just kids arguing about stuff. Like, it never, like, I never feel like I got anything done with any of the after-school programs, except one. We had this one, like, inter-school, like, there were, like, five different schools in the area, and so we, like, they got ki- they picked, like, two or three kids from each school, and they did, like, this super group called uh-huh. Common Ground, and it was, oh, wow. uh, yeah, it was deeply, a, yeah. deeply <laughs> Common Ground sounding, and, um, so we would do stuff all the time, but that looked amazing on a resume. That was like okay. ace, ace in the hole right but there. But that's not like um, when you go be a fake delegate for the UN or something it like was that. Simil- that's a different like, oh, model UN. Model it UN. wasn't model UN, but it, was, it had a similar vibe to it. Yeah, but the how teacher, many? Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. The teacher who ran it was like one of those teachers that's really into you. And my heart kind of breaks thinking about him now because he was so sincere and wanted to try so hard. Yeah. And I was at the peak of like my do not give a shit period. And so I just, I gave him so much abuse. And I know he's out there somewhere and I'm, I can't even remember his You're name. You're right. But I'm, I feel so Will you bad Will Let's welcome. <laughs> just super weird. Yeah. He's, and welcome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was like, that, that made me feel, I still feel guilty about that like many, many years later because... He just wanted to like reach kids, yeah. and I was the asshole kid for him. We got to track this guy down. I know it's gonna be so easy. I'll just send a little quick email that's like, "Sorry, I was a dick." Yeah, I would Love do that, Veronica. I have done that throughout the yeah. years. I've actually reached out to people I went to high school with, and I was like, "That was a bad time. Sorry, I'm an asshole." That's very nice. And they were like, "I don't no, think you many weren't. of us can say we've had that kind of follow through on stuff." Yeah. I'm deeply Let's follow guilty. through a tennis term. It's the Catholicism. Yeah. It's still in there. Deeply yeah. It's still in inside. there. Yeah. What yeah. kind of music did you listen to? Um, well, I listened to a lot of like emo and hardcore and also techno. Mm-hmm. Before, you know? b- before and after yeah. being a raver, you still you Yeah, like so that music. there was like, so the, all the like genre kids in our school kind of hung out together. So like the punk rock kids hung out with the crust punks, hung out with the ravers, hung out crust with the hippies. Punks? Yeah. yeah, thank you. Because I was just about what to say that. What does that mean? Yeah. So, no? no? What's a crust But I can, I can put I it together. I almost don't want yeah, to know. It has nothing like... to do with Billy Joel, does it? No. Okay. Though I did work crust at a bar punk. in Cape Cod that had a uh, dueling Elton John, Billy Joel piano session every night. Oh, Ooh, nice. My. So oh, that was boy. very fun <laughs> Until shit got super violent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which reminds me very quickly that I once was working on some job and you had to, I had to be there at like 5 a.m. and yeah. this guy came up to the car. He was like the, this other person that got there first with me and, and I was sort of still trying to sleep in my car, I think, and he said, oh man, I am so out of it. And I was like, oh, this guy partied last night and he was like, oh God, I was at this Phil Collins concert and I swear <laughs> to God. And I was like, I'll remember this for the rest of my life and I have. Um, uh, <laughs> Okay, so what's God, a crust punk though? Yeah, what's a crust punk? They were like just like the like you know punk rock kids. They were just like deeply crusty. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't really know how, how literal it. is this. Super. Yeah. Yeah, just like you could like take a razor blade and kind of like gross. shave their pants, and there'd be like a layer of like. Oh dirt. okay. Um, that. Like, so they were but just. But they were super nice. They were honestly the, there were three yeah. of them in the in the high school, uh-huh. and they were two of them dated, and the other was the third. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were like amazing they were the nicest kids I'd ever met in my life um, but yeah they were the, crust, the crusties and, um, crusties and they embraced this yeah being called the crusties yeah yeah wow and they were fantastic and so we all hung out together we all went to parties together we all did the stuff and so then I kind of like morphed out of raver what what do you you'd like peel off to shower and they'd be like see you in a bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we're definitely going to go do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go worship um, our pig pen idol. 
One of them did kind of look like pig pen a little bit. Pig pen's great. They man. didn't smell like honestly. They were they were fine. It was just like a label. Um, yeah. But they were they were very nice. And so, but when I got to college um, and Boston, such a hardcore scene. Like it's such a sure. punk rock like like metal scene and so I just got really into that and so then that was my thing for the next like four years so I was like you know handkerchief around my head and like you know floor stomping and all this <laughs> again like efficient floor yeah, stomping right? like efficient controlled A1 floor stomping yeah um, so that was that was my scene for the next few years. But I do think yeah. it's interesting that you talk about being type A, but I do feel like the the couple of things that you've mentioned that that are music oriented, especially because of, uh, when I think about a sport like tennis, which is so precise, mm-hmm. you those are two places where. We, well, ostensibly, we do get to kind of really lose ourselves yeah. in whatever that musical experience is. And that's a great way to kind of just totally put all of that aside. And to this day, like just being able to go out and go dancing or something like that. Like I go to all the, like the 90s emo nights and stuff in yeah. San Francisco. And I just I just dance because that for me is the absolute like just like letting yeah. go of all the crap. Is it hard otherwise to kind of get out of your head? Is that like a great way to do it? Or are yes. you better at that now? No, I'm yeah. not very good at that now. Like, like it's hard. For, I'm not. I. It, I don't know when I stopped being a person who could get a massage and like just would forget about everything, but that's not happened anymore. I mean, I really instead I honestly have had to stop someone and be like, I just had a great idea. I need to write this down. Yeah, like <laughs> no, that's terrible. Relaxing is very difficult for Masturbation. me. Masturbation. Yeah. I have to do. Yeah, I think we all know what my even heavy then, metal even then. But it's tough. I, I have to play video games to relax because in, in some way I'm able to not think about the things that are stressing me yeah. out but also still be able to focus on something else that feels productive sure, sure, sure. Uh, in my brain. And so my settlements in Fallout 4 are amazing, by the way. <laughs> um, no, but I think there is this like dropping yeah. down into this kind of meditative place yeah. that I think people of a different generation would go, that's insane. I can't, I don't know what you mean, that that would be meditative for you to play a video game. That seems crazy. But I, I really think that that's, there's something where you kind of click into this place yeah. that feels calm. That I totally get. It, it's not like watching TV because you're still being engaged mm-hmm. in some way and you're still feeling creative in, in some way. But yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it, it just completely puts me in a zone that is very meditative. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, I'm okay, I want to get into this uh, MASH game because this always takes longer than I think it's going to. Um, but uh, So, Veronica, for your first category, since it's fresh in my mind, I'll say three um, video games that uh, are real, like it's a real world in some way. Three that you could sort of dive into and okay. be a part of. Um, cool. Fallout yeah. 4. Which I just got into, by the yeah, way. Yeah, how many hours? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what level are you? I'm not a gamer, I should say. Uh, but yes, you are. You're playing Fallout 4. You're like, a gamer. Every three years, I'll get like whatever the best game is and just play it obsessively. And that's Fallout 4. So I don't know how many hours. I'm not a very good gamer. I'm 95 hours in. Okay. But I love it. It is very much... Thank you. My wife got it for Christmas for me, and she's like, why did I do this? Why did I do that? <laughs> I've lost my husband. Oh. All right, let's do The Sims. Great. that's yep. a world. And uh, Witcher. The Witcher 3. Oh, I don't know what that is. Very immersive games, I think, that I could Great. definitely and live in. artistically very impressive. Oh, from, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah The Witcher was amazing, especially. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, Chuck, for you... Ooh, let's go with... Um, Scary. Let's go... Well, I want to I go with, like, three skills that you wake up with tomorrow tooth traumas. that you sort of downloaded. Three tooth traumas. Child. Yeah. Well, I've had three two teeth you want to hold on to. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
what, I so, didn't, I so, never even so heard. you wake up tomorrow and you're, you're excellent at three things. Oh, that I'm not excellent at now? Ooh. Probably not, just for the <sighs> sake of wishing. Um, uh, pedal steel guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I even bought one of those once and ended up selling it because it was so hard. It's like yeah. Japanese. Man. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Um, uh, dancing. Great. All, all forms? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. I want to be good at all of it. Okay, great. No, just clogging. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Um, and cooking. I'm, I'm a decent cook, but I, I really I love cooking shows, mm-hmm. and I want to be um, one of those top chefs. Yeah. I hear you. Boy, me too. Yeah. Um, okay. And the next category, we'll do this for both of you. Uh, let's do like a character from a fiction book or a movie, TV that um, you wish could be your best friend in real life. Sort of this extra person could be as fantastical as you want. Um, three. Oh, God. Um, oh, my God. That's really hard because all I do is read fiction. So, yeah. like... It's hard to pick, or yeah. yeah. Let's okay. Maybe the audience can help me. If you like from sci-fi or fantasy books, okay. You yeah, want the doctor? doctor Who. We don't say Doctor Who. Yeah, we say the, the doctor. doctor. <laughs> okay. What else? Let's get I'm something sorry, more fantastical. Do. Yeah, I know you did. Hermione? You had to say Doctor Who. So I think Hermione know. and I would butt heads a lot. I think we're oh, too yeah. similar. Maybe. Um, what? Luna? Luna? Okay, Luna. I don't know who that is. Wait, what? Don't gasp at me. <laughs> I can't know all the things. You, you, you perked up at Luna, even though other people in the audience were horrified. Oh, I think we'd get along. She's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, all right. Oh, thank you. Shout out to Allison uh, Adventure Hour. No. I want, what's, um, I can't, I'm having trouble remembering his name from the King Killer Chronicle. Kavoth, yeah, K V O T H E. Thank you for knowing I would have no idea how to spell that. Um, Chuck, what about you? Uh, I would like to be a Tannenbaum. Oh, sure. Wait, that means really? you have to pick someone from that family. Okay, uh, I'll go with um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Luke Wilson, yeah. um, the bomber. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why is that hard to believe? Okay. Um, who else? Oh, uh, I'm going to go for sure with um, Hawkeye from MASH. Great. And because um, that's the best show ever. Uh-huh. And I just saw the word MASH. Very suggestive. And aquahydrate. Wait, what? That's just a bottle of water. Chuck. And that's Aquaman. Not a person from a thing. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, geez, a, this is really tough. Um, and then probably, uh, well, you know who I always had a weird affinity for growing up was um, Judd Hirsch's character on Taxi. Okay. What's it? Don't harumph. Yeah. Who? Who do you Steve, like? Steve Agee from the from the yeah. Wings. Well, yeah, Alex, Alex Rieger. Rieger. I liked his character in um, Ordinary People. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Even say the name of the movie. Uh, I already forgot what Steve Agee said. So I'm putting Judd Hirsch. Alex Rieger. Yeah. Too late. 
Um, okay, next category. Uh, three musicians or bands that um, uh, you could summon at the snap of a finger and they would play whatever you wanted. Smashing whenever. Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Don't ask. It's not. Doesn't fit in with anything I told you previously. It's great. Uh, pavement. Oh, good one. That one's easy. Yeah, I just listened to the one where you said if I'm, it wasn't what want to listen to which pavement album do you want to listen to yeah those a period of years in college where it was all pavement all the time yeah uh yeah pavement for sure uh sunny day real estate oh yeah i used to like those guys yeah billy joel there we go <laughs> oh i would be insincere if i did not okay say him. but i'm great. gonna take it phil collins great right there with you do not go to a concert before you have something to do the next day though because you will be <laughs> thrashed and then one more for you. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Springsteen. I am writing the boss. It's just shorter. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's do... Um, does anyone have a category they would like to hear? I, would, I will happily involve you guys. Like a fun category that would be good for... Ooh, I just... Uh, uh, someone just wrote in. And think on it. Now I put it out there, so I'll ask as the next category, and then you can have them in your mind. Uh, because uh, uh, a listener just wrote in and said, um, what thing do you... What thing or piece of art or whatever do you wish you could kind of unknow so you could experience it for the first time again? Oh. Which I do love. Oh, it's like... Because really it applies to movies, but it's also sort of, oh, I wish I could do that thing like for the first time again and have that experience of seeing that you know um, um, sleep no more exactly yeah exactly right thank you <laughs> exactly right thank you because I've been twice and the second time I was like I know I'm chasing like a dragon it I'll never ca- yeah I'm not gonna ever it's the have experience does anyone else you, does anyone have literally any idea what we're talking go. about yeah. Okay. Boy, it, I, I feel like all the quali- qualifiers from all of my friends are like, listen, there's no way not to make it sound like bullshit. <laughs> so you, you're going to think that you're going to like shit on it forever. That's a lot of cursing advice. But are we gonna you're going to think now? that you're going to be like, oh, this is like everything about it sounds like you're too cool for it. And then yeah. you go and you're like, ah, yeah. life is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's this interactive, like theatrical experience that takes place in New York. They have one in London also that's separate. It's a different performance. And is, the, a, is the set the same? Because that's no. what I'm obsessed with. Oh my God. It's a, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's this like five-story warehouse in New York City. And it, it's, it's essentially it's the performance of Macbeth. And it's, but it's, it's, it's so hard to it's explain. It's so hard to explain. But for those of you who enjoy video games or any immersive, immersive experience where yeah. you, it's world building where for those of us who want to feel like, oh, I just, I just want to go down that rabbit, rabbit hole, hole, right? Absolutely, it rabbit hole. It really satisfies oh that. I just it want to talk to you about it for like an hour. Profound level. I just want to. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. I talked. I just talked about it on Cole's podcast for like sort of the best of. He brought it up as one of the best of um, his experiences of the year for him. Mm. And I went off. I was like, they have thimbles. Like there's it's sand. I just went they made a thimble. And they I shaved it for like an hour. It's there's and like no, I could just open all the drawers and eat all the yeah. candy and nobody cared. Yeah. Good luck, um, both of you topping okay. that one thing because now I need three from you, Chuck, and two more from you, Ron. Is this? A, does that have to be a performance? No, no. It could be anything. Anything that you wish uh, you could experience for the first time again. My visiting New York city for the first yeah time. that's oh, a great that's, that's a great example when i was uh like 19 years old it was amazing yeah and just blew me away and it's never the same after that 
I agree. That it's was still my the first greatest, experience greatest too. City, but um, yeah, that first time. That's it was great. Just magical. That's great. World of Warcraft. Great. For the first time. I wish I could forget The Room 3 and play that again. That's my version of video yeah. games, guys. Just an app. Just an iPad app. <laughs> but it's wonderful. Um, what else you got? Uh, uh, Max FunCon. You guys ever been? Anyone? Jesse Thorne's no, Max FunCon? No, not yet. I would love to. I went. Uh, my very first Max FunCon um, ended up hanging out. Uh, John Hodgman is a friend now, and there's always the late night hangout in his cabin. Mm-hmm. And my very first year, and this is when I was just sort of like, I don't fit in. Do I fit in? Uh, the UCB, originally UCB gang, yeah. did ASCAT. Great. So uh, Besser and Walsh and Ian Roberts, Amy Poehler wasn't there, and Andy Richter was there, and um, Andy, uh, Andy Daly. Oh, God, and Andy like, Daly, amazing. I found myself sitting in a, in a circle in a cabin with these people that I idolized, not feeling like I fit in, and doing that thing where I'm saying jokes in my head. And Andy Richter said one of the jokes I had in my head, and I was oh. like, I'm going to start talking. Yeah! Oh, my God. You couldn't fit in with those people and that, more that was in my like mind. A, a big turning point That's in my great. life. That's great. To where I thought, That's okay, great. I can hang. Must have felt like the first time you got that email from me. <laughs> That's my third one. Uh, Veronica? This sucks because I feel like I was just saying to myself recently, like, I wish I could undo this and do it oh, again yeah, for the first yeah. time. And I can't remember what the thing was. I feel um, yeah. So this is hard. Uh... Jesus. If you have another one, feel free to go first. Did you put down the email for me? Yes, you? I did. Okay. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll say I, I did Half Dome this summer for the first time with my husband. Okay. And it was just amazing, like super crazy experience. And I will hopefully do it again, but it was just be like getting to the top of that thing for the first yeah. time was pretty. That's wow. great. That's yeah. a good one. That's a great one. Okay, uh, next one is um, all due respect to your partners. Uh, A crush, alternate universe spouse, or sexy times, you show this person how to masturbate. I don't know. Whatever (laughs) the fantasy might be for you, you don't have to disclose. The Rock. The Rock. (laughs) The Rock. (laughs) We've we've been through this list before, so it's not going to come to surprise to Ryan and my husband out there. Um, Is Nico Case on yours? Yeah. She's on mine, too. My wife and I have an agreement that either one of us can leave each other for Nico Case. (laughs) That's a quality human right there. Yeah. Don't know her personally. Creepy I said that. But for sure, (laughs) she's great. I just figure if I keep putting that out there, eventually Mm -hmm. she'll be like, who is this creep? Yeah. That I should sleep with, I guess, to find out what it's all about. I wouldn't even want to do that. I just want to, like, listen to her sing and hold her hand. Yeah. That's nice. (laughs) Sure thing. Sure thing. Um, Okay. Two more from each of you. Okay. Um... Oh, gosh, I just had a middle one. Oh, uh, Channing Tatum, but just her magic mic. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> or maybe 21 Jump Street. He was, he was funny in that, too. Yeah, he was good in he that. He was good in that. Yeah. I like that little drug dance. Was that the next one, or was that the first one? I just saw the first one. I'm okay. not sure. I'd bang him in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to put that on your list? Channing Tatum. Great. Okay. <laughs> Great. So you, I'll do from Magic Mike, and you do from 21 Jump Street. Sounds like a date. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. And one more. Uh, Jason Statham. Are you noticing a trend? Yeah. Hunks. Bunch of hunks. Yeah. Um, George Clooney. Great. Two of mine are men. Yeah. Couldn't love that more. I want to be no, his friend so bad. Him. I know. God 
just goddamn that man. I know. No, his wife. His wife, though. His yeah. wife, though. You, mm. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. gorgeous and smart. Brilliant, yeah. I'm just saying. No, I agree. Yeah. Guys, let's pretend that she comes with a package. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, Wait, do I get to be in on his packages? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sl- I slept with George Clooney. God damn it. It was a weird thing, but there's a cat box and like a bunch of... It was a weird fetish thing. But he was super... <laughs> he was super... He probably won't admit it, but... Well, we're going to get to the bottom of this when I podcast the shit out of you, sir. (laughs) Uh, Do we have a category that we want to throw out? Anybody from the audience? Someone did. Jessica the whore. What happens? (laughs) Yeah. What happens? What happens in this scenario? The nemesis that you conquer? (laughs) Three nemeses. Nemeses. I'm going to go ahead and say your nemesis could be shyness. Your nemesis could be, I don't know. That's not you. I just wanted to touch a person, so it would seem like I had an emotional. And I was the only one within reach. And you're the only one within reach. Um, Yeah, three nemeses that you conquer. I just go the whore. Sorry, sorry. I am sorry. I don't know why I didn't write that down three times. Does it have to be a person? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It could be a thing you overcome. Uh, Probably stage fright, Mm. which um, I don't really get anymore, and I never knew that that could happen. So in this MASH world, you conquer a thing you've already conquered. Perfect. Oh, this is conquering oh. a thing you're... I haven't... I've conquered her with my success. You certainly have. But this is more like you just punch her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and you punch stage fright in the face. That's right. Um, two more. Crippling self-doubt. Yeah, well, we're all there with you, I bet. Yeah, yeah I haven't really conquered it. It's just kind of mm-hmm. working on it. Oh, boy. I guess you kind of have to go there on the show, don't you? Yeah. Uh, well, you don't have to. I don't want you to feel miserable. No. Uh, weight. My weight. I would love to drop 50 pounds. That's another thing that I'm sure... That's a looming, awful can... thing. Yeah. Silence. No. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, sure. For sure. Uh, one more from each of you. Donald Trump. Great. <laughs> He's such a piece Excellent. of shit. Excellent. He's such like, I don't even, the rage I feel when I even just think about him or anything he says or does is like bottomless. Yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz. Great. God, we are cleaning up. Welcome to San Francisco. cleaning up the country. Yeah. With this match game. That guy scares the shit out of me. Donald Trump doesn't scare me. He's just a Uh, blowhard. Ted Cruz scares the shit out of me. Yeah. A combo, yeah. deeply terrifying. He's yeah. got a little more stealth in him for the capacity for oh shit. Well, and being a former Southern Baptist, he has this weird uh, preacherly thing. He just seems mm-hmm. like a, like an evangelist, mm-hmm. which always makes me kind of shudder. So. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I'd love to take it's a stomach turn. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to race through these last two categories. Anybody else want to throw one out? Thank you. Why did I not do that? Uh, three foods or uh, drinks or whatever that um, uh, in this world you can't really have in perpetuity because it's not great for you for one reason or another. In this mash world, uh, it's actually so good easy. for you. It's too easy. Yeah. yeah. As specific or as general as you want. Pizza, burritos, bourbon. Right. <laughs> Chuck. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, bourbon. <laughs> I used to say that if I could have one wish in life, it wouldn't be like world peace or money. It would be that all the things that are bad for you are good for you. And you can yeah. eat like cheeseburgers and get fit. Yeah. 
It's yeah. seriously the biggest I, evolutionary. It is like the biggest evolutionary fuck you. Yeah, yeah it really. Like, is. They really like. You can put people on the moon, yeah. and fucking donuts aren't apples. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I know. Oh, Greg Barrett would have loved what you just said. That was like a you and Greg mind melt. I love it. Uh, I felt him here. I felt him here. Um, okay, final category. Super pa- Oh, super. Oh, location for uh, home. Thank you. God, I'm so flustered by being around all my heroes. I can't think of my normal bash categories. Yeah, location for uh, your vacation home could be a real place on planet Earth. Uh, could be a place on planet Earth that's unrealistic, like undersea, or it could be from some, uh, like a novel or a movie. Three. Oh. I know I really wind it out. Avatar Land. Great. I don't remember the name of the planet. Whatever. Nobody cares. What? Pandora? That was the name, really? (laughs) (laughs) It will be called something else in your your universe. Remember in the first Jurassic Park when the the helicopter's dropping? Yes, my favorite movie. I want to live under that waterfall. Isla Nublar? Yes. Yes. It is, but, is it? which is my second place. You can go because there? Because of Jurassic Park. Amazing. Yes, yes. I've done the tour. <laughs> I didn't know that. I've done Amazing. the tour. <laughs> She's hitting he, me. He thought it was all CG. <laughs> we'll come with you. All right. Yeah, I remember You remember that. when the kids, like, duck under the, the, duck under the rock? I mean, the, 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 um, the uh, what is it called with the tree? A stump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing with the tree? And that's on, that's on Hawaii. Oh, really? That's actually on, so that part is actually on um, Oahu. Oh, okay. But all the, the exterior shots uh-huh. uh, were shot on Kauai. Wow. Yeah. So you can actually go on there. On the Nepali Coast, wow. yeah. I thought Steven Spielberg created this. Yeah. No. <laughs> he still may have. Okay. It may be that he invented Hawaii. Uh, so yeah, Kauai incorrect. is my second place, Kauai. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Oh, so I've got that, okay. and then I just have um, the Under the Waterfall, which we now know is also Kauai, or okay. is Oahu. But um, what is another one for you? Um, this sounds really silly, but it just popped into my head. Uh, the, the tree that the little Keebler elves lived in. <laughs> I was obsessed with that as a kid of living inside of a tree. That's wonderful. Okay. And not a tree house, but you know, right. in the tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. You inspired me, so now I'm going to say the, uh, the uh, Swiss Family Robinson tree Oh, house. God, oh, yeah. hell Absolutely. yes. Absolutely, yeah. Also, the um, weird place that you go in in The Princess Bride, that's like you go yeah. in the tree, you hit the sword mm-hmm. on the tree, and then you go down in there. Uh, the pit of, well, I mean, that's... <laughs> if it were fun. If that water wheel were fun. Less fun. Uh, and last one for you. Um, Tom Sawyer's Island, uh, 70s, 80s version at oh, Disney yeah. World. Oh, yeah. So great. Uh, do they even still have that? They, it's Is it still there? Yeah. It's Pirates right. now? Ooh. It's hard when they do it. The same way the uh, Swiss Family Robinson is Tarzan now. Yeah, it is Tarzan. I, I was like, super I bummed I don't know that out. that's one anyone need, cared like, about. Or yeah. Knew, like, nobody... It's not like, our generation gets Tarzan. Yeah. That's not... I don't know anyone who feels that way uh, who is younger than me. Okay. Um, uh, Matt, I will make you responsible for telling me when to stop. <laughs> I don't want you to stop. I'm going to... You just said the word stop. Yeah, and there that's it is. it. Um, will you play a song while I do some tallying? Sure. Anything I, you want. I, when you guys were going back and forth about like all that stuff, I was dying to interject. interject but I was being, you know, but at, but I wrote this song about everyone always says, if you could have one famous person, and you know, they, people always say like, if you could hang out with one famous person, who would it be? Yeah. And I don't want I, famous people are terrible most of the time, right? So like, <laughs> uh, there. But but I always thought if I could get one, it would be 
Bill Murray. I'd want to hang out with Bill Murray because I feel like that guy. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. 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 That guy just seems like. So I wrote this song about it. I'm I wrote excited about him and I this. like yeah like him and I Thelma and Louising our way across the world. Holy shit! <laughs> That's great. And he just like rains down sage advice. I fell asleep. Had a dream. Bill Murray and I were friends. We drove the world from Boston to Japan. Blasting old Van Halen, and one night over drinks, Bill started crying. He said to me, "Kid, of all the stupid things I ever did, you know I let go when I should have pulled her in." And he handed me his cell phone. And when I called, you were on a plane, moving back to Portland for the rain. Well, I won't only love you when you're winning. And other fools pretend to understand. Come on, take my hand, and we'll go down swinging. Let me be your man. Let me be your man. A hundred days, we hiked the coast of Galway in the rain. And Bill said something late one night in Spain. It's always just stuck with me. You only get one person who knows you best, and it's temporary. Everybody else. I won't only love you when you're winning. Other fools pretend to understand. So come on, take my. Swinging, just let me be your man. Let me be your man. I'm done with sleep.
If that doesn't get him to be your yep. BFF, <laughs> there's something wrong with him. Um, thank you so much, Matt. Matt Nathanson, everybody. My goodness. My goodness. Okay. I'm going to announce these results. Uh, that will be the end of the podcast. Um, and for those of you who I wish that I had time to um, hug and say hi to, I'm really sorry, but I have to be at the Patton Oswalt tribute as a producer in like the second I leave this stage. I'm diving right into uh, a, a bunch of producerial stuff. So I want to apologize in advance because um, that's not how I would have planned it, and that's just kind of what happened. Um, but anyway... Uh, not to be undone, this is a, a wonderful MASH result. Um, so you each have an apartment. In your case, uh, Veronica, your apartment is in Kauai. I assume it's an apartment underneath the waterfall. Or is that in Oahu? That I'm so confused. That was him. Um, okay, so you have an apartment in Kauai. Uh, your apartment, sir, is in the uh, high-rise that is the Keebler Elves tree. It's <laughs> 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 just like you wanted. Oh it's just like you wanted. Just like you wanted. Just like you wanted. Now, I don't know if that's a place where you take your best friend, uh, Judd Hirsch's character from Taxi. <laughs> To just hang out and talk. I don't know if that was the best choice. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe in here. Uh, and uh, Veronica, you uh, may hang out in your apartment in Kauai with Kavof. Oh, okay. That right? Yeah, that might be a little weird, but okay. What's Kavof like? He's 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 kind of quiet. Depends on in what part of the book series you're in. Ah, okay. I wow. mean, it could be very titillating. Depending. Oh. I wish you the best of you luck. Know what the elves? <laughs> uh, I want to congrat. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Uh, you can't I, mess this up. I really had to think about what this. Don't tell us the was. wrong. Responses. I forgot that I did different categories in the beginning. Okay. Um, you can, Veronica, dive into Sims, and it's real. Okay. Whenever you want, you're okay. disappointed. Um, what did you want? Fall well, up? I just didn't want to be locked in a room where there's no bathroom yeah. for all eternity, and that's kind of what I feel would happen to me in the well. Sims. This is under your control, so if I know. you feel like you want to shy away from that scenario, please feel free to do so. Uh, Chuck, you're a dancing machine. <laughs> An expert. Um, that is uh, probably something that will come to good use when you go to New York City for the first time all over again. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys are going to bump into each other, but you, my dear, will be experiencing sleep no yes! more for the first time all over again. Neither of you are burdened, by the way, with... Uh, you certainly have overcome your crippling self-doubt. Oh, good. Um, you are exactly whatever shape and size feels right to you. I'd be fine if it were Yay. exactly the way you are right now. Um, it's a sign of good things to come, is what I think. And then uh, I... By the way, George Clooney loves you no matter what. Oh, yay. So is you're all set with, with that. He certainly could be okay. in the tree with you. Good. Absolutely. Um, uh, Veronica... Jason Statham. Okay. Jason okay. Statham. Not, with that. Too not too shabby. Um, you can uh, each be uh, troubadoured, is for some reason what I wanted to say. You can be, um, what's that word? Serenaded by, uh, by you, uh, Veronica, by Sunny Day Real Estate. Okay. You by a Mr. Billy Joel. Oh, so much better. Very iconic people you ended up with. Um, and I think that just leaves me with uh, the thing that you both ended up with 
that uh, is, in fact, very good for you indeed in our MASH universe, which is your old friend Bourbon. Yay! Yay! So knock one back together in your wonderful MASH future. Guys, thank you so, so much. One of my favorite experiences. What a great audience. What a pleasure this has been. Thank you so much for coming. Um, That's it. Uh, Keep up with these guys in their uh, marvelous, uh, varied, respective careers. Um, Enjoy the rest of the festival if you're seeing other shows. And uh, I bid you a happy Saturday. Now leaving Nerdist.com.